This is Channel 253 Sports. At nighttime, the honey badger goes hunting because it's hungry. Look, here comes a fierce battle between a king cobra and a honey badger. I wonder what'll happen. Look at this. There's the honey badger just eating a mouse. And then look, get away from me, says the snake. Get away from me. Honey badger don't care. Honey badger smacks the shit out of it. And the snake comes back and it lashes right at the honey badger. Oh, little does the honey badger know, FYI, it's been stung. It's been bitten by the snake. So while it's eating the snake, ew, that's disgusting. Meanwhile, the poisonous venom is seeping through the honey badger's body and it passes out. Look at that sleepy fuck. Now the honey badger is just gonna pass out for a few minutes and then it's gonna get right back up and start eating all over again because it's a hungry little bastard. Look at this, like nothing happened. The honey badger gets right back up and continues eating the cobra. How disgusting. And of course, what does the honey badger have to eat for the next three weeks? Cobra, the honey badger. In 2004, 30 years after the birth of the Seattle Sounders, a crack podcasting unit was sent to prison by a federal court for a crime they didn't commit. These men and women promptly, well, eventually, escaped from a minimum security luxury prison camp to the Tacoma Underground. Today, still wanted by the Timbers Army for dropping trial in front of Jeltwin, they survive as supporters of fortune. If you need a hot take, if no one else can help, and if you can find them, maybe you can hire the Flounders B Team. This is Steve, and you are listening to the Flounders B-Team Podcast. How is everybody doing today? We are posted here up at Doyle's Pub in on St. Helens Avenue in Tacoma, Washington. The salt, the shade, all the good stuff. We In studio, we have, of course, the perennial presence of our friend... Uh, Tim Hamilton. Tim Hamilton. Tim Hamilton. How you doing, buddy? Wonderful. Rodrigo just showed up. The Gooner. Rod Gooner! Friend of show... Come on in. Slip it on in, baby. Slip it on in. We're just getting things started. Oh, yeah. Okay, so Muffin Top Model on the Twitter. Of course, we also have a frequent guest and famous famous black man, Tacoma, uh, Nate Bowling. Nate from Tacoma. It's early in the morning. It is early. Uh, I've got the Smithix. You've got your iced tea and whiskey. Is that what's Uh, happening right there? It's iced tea. I'm recovering. Oh, that's right. You don't drink on air. Correct. Uh, also in studio, or actually in the in the bar, we have Mike. What's up? Mike's here. Mike Sean. is our friend, uh, and he uh, he comes to the S two matches. He just got a bus ticket. If uh, if you want to get up to the match in style, I tell you what, you gotta you gotta roll. And you're in the South End, obviously. You don't want to drive down to Seattle or drive down from Seattle to Tacoma well, to get could, on the bus. Honestly, you it's could. It's, it's fine. It's a wonderful experience. Be stupid, but carry on. Well, yeah, but. Um, Basically, the Doyles has a designated driver bus. Uh, it's family friendly. You can bring your kids, uh, but you can also get up to the game in style. Leaves two hours before the match. Gets there about an hour before, depending on traffic. Uh, plenty of time to maybe grab a bite or something in Seattle before the match, or just roll up in the stadium and uh, begin that match day experience. Uh, the bus uh, returns uh, from uh, right about right about Safeco Field, depending on on what day it is. 
and what else is going on in Seattle, but comes back one hour after the final whistle, and it's magical. You're missing the most important things about it. You can buy booze. You can... I'm not done yet. Oh, fine. And there's a crapper, too. And there's a crapper. But you don't want to crap on the bus because Nathan Bowling will turn around and say, number two, number two. There's a countdown. There's no sex in the champagne room, and there's no shitting on the bus. There's no pooping on the bus. No pooping on the bus. Um, but yeah, you can drink on the bus. You can drink on the bus. They sell booze on the bus. Uh, I think they kind of look. They, they, I don't think you're supposed to bring your own booze on the bus. But, only, eh, only in your bloodstream. Only in your, you got to pack it in. The best way to store it is in your body. Yes. So uh, Nathan is Nathan is not having it today. He what, is, what have uh, we missed so far today since we've started? Well, since we've started. We saw um, Liverpool. Liverpool did pretty well against... Free uh, Simone Mignolet. Yeah, uh, don't do the Troif, uh, Troif turn. Don't do the Cruyff turn. The Cruyff turn. In your own 18 as a keeper. It proves why you wear gloves <laughs> and not those fancy shoes. Can I just say, I don't understand why Klopp hates Simone Mignolet, but like free Simone Mignolet. Like you, if, if you didn't sell him to Napoli or wherever he's trying to go in Italy, like let that man play because like you keep on oh, Allison, precarious, like... Mignolet okay. is not perfect, but he does not make these kind of errors. It's so frustrating to watch. Carry on. Fair enough. So they won 2-1. Yep. And any other scores to speak of? Uh, DeAndre Yedlin got DeAndre the Yedlin opened his account at Newcastle today. Sounders legend, baby. Let's go. Here we are. You started a run from like the freaking 18 and just run on the far side. The ball goes out wide. He goes past this guy into the 18, the other 18, and gets a backdoor tap. I remember watching that kid at Tumwater High School. Uh, was it for U21s or U23s? U23s. 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 And the kid's like 17 years old. And holy shit, he has wheels. I'm like, watch that mohawk. Yeah, exactly. And he's just Sanjaya. back and forth. He's everywhere, and now he's playing for Newcastle, and, and literally it's bringing a tear to my eye right now to, to see the growth in that kid, and I mean, frankly, we, we've got other kids like that coming up in the academy right now. Can we bring it full circle, by the way? Bring so, it. Not only is he playing for Newcastle, yeah. but he's playing for Rafa Benitez. Like, as a Liverpool fan, I have very fond memories of Rafa from 05, and so like we're talking about, uh, Rafa's underrated. I would say one of like the 10 greatest coaches of our time is getting, is is basically teasing John Yedlin. Like I'm, I'm absolutely here for that. Hey, brought him up, got him promoted. Yep, I love it. This is making me happy. This is all making me happy. By the way, um, Rafa for U.S. national team. Uh, Sean is also in studio. What up, Sean? Sean, friend of Tim, therefore friend of show. Thank you. I'm a friend of Jace. Friend of Jason. That's Have right. Have you been introduced to the show, sir? <laughs> and of course, Rod Gooner. We said Rod Gooner's in here. Uh, is it Rodrigo? Rodrigo, uh, uh, fan of the show, uh, long-time listener. I think he's been listening to us since almost day one. Since so, day, he's been listening since way back in 2017. Way back in 2017. That was like 72 shows ago or something. I don't know. We, we've had a lot of shows, but we're having a lot of I think we're on 50, 52 or 53 today. Maybe 50. Anyway, it doesn't matter. Somewhere in the 60s. Belgium. Congratulations, Belgium. Uh we're just so happy that we've had so many just positive experiences and and like over a thousand listeners regularly every week. Just thank you so much for being here. I gotta say, man, all you guys are better looking in person. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we usually have a face for radio. Yeah, that's right, baby. <laughs> well, for the record, he's never seen Kevin. Like, uh, Kevin. He's fucking handsome. 
I'm sorry. Kevin is a handsome fella. There's a reason some people are on radio and not Wow. <laughs> Whoa. So moving on. Sorry, I'm just watching. I'm watching goal action. Yeah. Uh, so uh, what's what's on the docket for today? Well, what's on the docket for today? Of course, we're rolling up for the uh, Sporting KC match, the Sports, the Wizards, whatever you want to call them. Kansas Shitty. Kansas Shitty. Yeah. How have um, I never heard that before? That's so simple. I got that from oh god, an Xbox. There's a football game that had Lawrence Taylor on it. Like when you just you just wreck people and break their shit. Mad that I've Kansas Shitty. Carry on. Yeah. Um, so we don't have lineups yet, of course, uh, but we are we're posted here at the bar. We're talking about it. We have a long history with Kansas City, of course, uh, going at least uh, at least back to the uh, U.S. Open Cup match in what was it, uh, 2014? We've been playing them yeah. since 2009. We've been playing. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, actually, I think we put them in the Open uh, Cup in like oh five with the with like the A League team. I think. <laughs> There's, I, I feel like there's an open cup upset the one more too. 2012 is the year we lost it to Casey. But no, but I mean like I think that the sound is when in they were in lower leagues. No, that's right. Casey in the open cup. That, was, that yep. would have been our fourth in a row. I yeah. think. I wish Frank M. Sounders was here right now because he would know this on top of his head. Yep, yep. Robot, Frank M. Sounders, Salazar. we love you. Salazar and Licky Face. And so Steve, don't, don't come off the line. You're you off the line. Coming off the line. Um, so it, yeah. it's going to be a tough match. Uh, we were talking earlier. Tim was talking about Espinosa. You want to talk about the Dirty Pirate? Uh, he's a Dirty Pirate hooker. And what does that mean? That means he is a hooker to pirates. He is the poor man's Jack Sparrow. <laughs> Wake up like this? <laughs> Just like Cat Peterson. I woke up like this. I woke up on the wrong side of the bed. I haven't been sleeping well, so I'm you always had on the wrong a baby? side of the bed. I, I go downstairs and sleep on the couch or in the baby swing. <laughs> but he's like, he's a bigger dude, so that baby swing goes. It doesn't swing. It clicks a lot. It clicks, but it doesn't swing. It's like a metronome, but it doesn't metro. So, uh, moving on. Uh, one thing that Kansas City does, they do the high press. Uh, yep. What's to, what, what do we expect? Do we expect? Uh, I expect Peter Vermees to win the coin toss and then go s- north the first half, south the second half. He's the only one that, that kind of flips it. We tend to go south the second half into the Broman, which is good for us. But at least once yep. a year, we lose a coin toss and it goes the other way. But... What else do I expect? I expect them to fall apart at the 80th minute and give up a goal because that's what they do. The high press tends to give them a false sense of security as it goes into the last five minutes. And uh, what? In the playoffs, I mean, what, several years ago, we've been, we scored two goals in stoppage time to beat them. Uh, Mike Fazito got a goal in, in stoppage time to, to, uh, to, to win the game, and we almost gave up a goal going in the other direction. But even in the playoffs, 2016, uh, Valdez got his goal in the 88th minute. That put us over the top, and we moved on and, and eventually won the cup. So, anyway, last minute, Larry's. They do not have, uh, offensively, they do not have Mr. Sidney LaRue anymore. <laughs> and who else? Uh, What's they, his they don't have name? Benny Philhaber. We don't have, yep, no more Benny Philhaber. Uh, who's in goal for them today? Probably. Uh, Not long time. Short blonde guy. Um, he, he wears uh, West Coast goalkeeping gloves. So oh, okay. Shot, uh, props to West Coast, and his name's Tim Milia. Tim Milia. For the win. Now, he's, he's, he's a hell of a goalie. 
he keeps him in games. Uh, that's one of the reasons they have. Now he's got like 11 shutouts this year. Yeah. Uh, but and Casey's in what fourth right now, somewhere think, in that neighborhood. I think they're in second. Okay. In the West. So we are certainly trying to upset them and take away their points and and move it forward. They're on a three or four match four, four match streak. winning streak. We're on a seven, hopefully. And eight. we're yeah, we're we're looking for eight today. And and man, it's going to be a tough match. We've at least um, gone ten unbeaten. Ten unbeaten. Yes, absolutely. But going forward, you know, we always talk about well, if you, you know, if you, if someone asked you at the beginning of the game, if they said it like this, if it ended like that, would you take it? What are you okay with right now before the game? What are we okay with yeah. as far as the result? Okay with, I, do you want to win? Do you want a draw? I mean, are you okay with the draw? We always want to win. I think a draw would be an okay result, but I think it would uh, it would it would it would destroy a little bit of magic that's happening right now. I'd be incredibly disappointed if we did not win at home against, against a team who we're going to be competing with in the playoffs. And not only that, but pretty much every home game from here on out has to be a, a must-win game. You have to go into it with the mentality you're going to win. You can't, yeah. you can't luck into a win kind of like you did last weekend against Portland. You have to go out there and attack and attack. We're in a position right take now. It, take the game to them. We're in a spot right now where like, we're not competing to get into the playoffs. We're competing to get a buy in the playoffs. Yeah. And so, like... This is a, this Which is wonderful. Yeah. That's what Christian Roldan had said in the uh, in the ECS letter. He's yes, like, this is what the team is going for there right now. This is what we're hoping to do. We are going to kill it. We're going to try to get, you know, first or second place. We're, eight, we're in the sixth seed. All right, let's not put anything. We're, we're in the sixth seed with a couple games in hand on... on uh, on the fourth seed and one game in hand off first place. Let's, let's there, just get points wherever here. we can. And, and, Nothing and is guaranteed. We worked so hard to get to this point. Yep. This let's team not. is quality. Like this this turnaround, this 10-match turnaround that we've been experiencing right now has been absolutely phenomenal. And we just we just need to keep it going. Can we talk formations for a minute? Absolutely. So, so what's uh, KC been doing? Well, the, screw their formation. Okay. Ours. All They're right. doing a 4-3-3. Three, three. I've, I've come around to the fact that Schmetzer is smarter than me about soccer. <laughs> well, so, did you get a chance to talk about the 5-3-2? Everything that was said last episode I agree with, basically. Okay. What I expect us to do and would like us to do is come out with a single forward set and then switch to the two forward set, but I don't want to go 5-3-2. Um, I want to go 4-4-2. I'm also intrigued. How what about the diamond four, one, in the three, second two. half? I, I, I'm I'm curious about how we would look running a three five one as well. Sorry, sorry three five two as well. Uh, I, having all three center backs on the field intrigues me, but it's it's clear that one of the advantages that the two forward set gives us is that it's a change of pace. Yes, and a change of like. If you roll out with it from the beginning of the game, it loses some of its impact. It, it's a shift change that makes it matter. Yeah. And so I'm going to yield to Schmetzer on this and say, let's start in our standard single forward set. Let's move 60, 70th minute two forwards. Let's win the damn game. I'm a huge fan of, of teams effectively making a transition to another formation late in the second half and pulling it off. Um, I'm a little concerned uh, given that, I mean, the 5-3-2 that we whipped out last game was questionable at best, but we've never played it before. No, it I'm like curious. It, it looked like we've like never done that before, and yeah. Oh, the bus is here. They're really just trying to hold on to the lead at that point in time. Yeah. When they did make the switch, it was any other time they brought on the third defensive, the third center back, they had a it's always been when they've been way ahead. Well, and it was a 5-3-2 with two midfielders playing and Adams on the back line. Yeah. Like, 
it, it was six and sevens. Like it, it, it looked terrifying. Like the, the moment we made that switch were the most terrifying moments of the Portland match, honestly. I I wholeheartedly agree there, Nate. What do you think, Rob? I like the four four two. Wow. I like the four four two. I think we've been lacking a little like Two center backs last time got switched, so we made last time left too much space. So I like a more compact midfield here. 4 4 with the throwing and, you know, I mean, you got you got to gamble up your experience because otherwise, we like a little bit of creativity, but I think that the last few games, when Brown has come in, we look a lot better. Yeah. But we have a second person to play off of. Usually it's just kick up to Raul and see what he can do. Now we've got Raul and Bruin that can play together. Well, that, that goal that Bruin scored, was that? Minnesota? Yes, yeah. He headed it over to Bruin. And he, I mean, you know, that's what you need. You need a partner up there, you know, because I don't think even Bruin or Rodriguez are no strikers. You know, they need help up front. Yeah. I think the 4 4 2 is going. Yeah. It looks like and we do the 4 2 3 1, hoping to get a goal, and then if that doesn't work, then we go to 2 4. Yeah, and the four-two-three-one hasn't been a strong goal producer. Uh, the four-four-two has absolutely been because we're able to split defenses uh, with a, a larger number of attacking players up there. It's just what I—it's just mathematics. I see, I see a back four with Brad. Uh, Brad Smith, and then I see, as long as everybody's healthy, then our, our Ozzy and Svensson. Wait, question. Do we know is Leardham healthy because he didn't that last game? Don't know. No. That, we're just going. I, I thought I, that was just a cautionary alright, let's just go ahead and I don't know. I'm sorry. not push it. Okay. That's fine. 4 2 3 one, um, Svensson and Ozzy, and then we have Ship on the left, Ladero in the middle, and then uh, Rolled on on the right. I would rather see Roldan in the middle, Ladero on the right, so he's not in everybody's way. But then we got Raul up top, and then what ends up happening is they'll probably pull ship, put Brad up at left mid, and then bring in uh, Nuhu, and then Roldan maybe yeah. slides. I don't know. I, I want to see a second forward regardless. Okay. Hey, maybe maybe our second forward could be Roldan. Do you, do you, do you, do you think a diamond with the, the two fullbacks pushing up would be too, you know, not like too narrow? Kevin would say, as long as you get your uh, outside backs to pinch in, then you know, then we're better on it. Or even maybe our two center backs. We need tight things to get tight in the middle. But um, with with from our attacking players. But whatever. I, I mean, there's also some. There's a. Uh, an elephant in the room that is our uh, uh, Clinton Dempsey's last match. Um, so, tip of the cap, to, here we are to him. Uh, I love Dempsey, but this year it's been addition by subtraction. Not gonna lie, it's been tough. Yeah, he's he's just had a hard time getting back to match fitness after his uh, after his his long medical issues. It really didn't have a whole lot to do with the game. He just had some. Can we not shade Deuce? We've shaded Deuce. We're not shading no, no, hey, like, like I had a hard time watching back to match. Watching those highlight videos, like, oh my god, that, I forgot how much fun it could be He's amazing. to watch him play with the flicks and the tricks. And I, I mean, if, if his if his career, his 
his total soccer career was uh, basically summed up to one song. It would be like Frank Sinatra's "My Way." Yeah, you know, he's he's a, he's an asshole. He's a bastard, but he's not going to change for you or for anybody. I would say to anybody listening to this right now, hit pause, open YouTube, and even seen it before, watch it again. That goal against Juventus for Fulham in the Europa League final Holy is shit. just a it's, a it's a masterpiece. It's a masterpiece. I'm wearing my I'm wearing my Generalissimo Dempsey uh, USA captain uh, shirt tonight. Uh, this is uh, he's he's a legend. You know what? I'm gonna raise the glass to Clint to Clinton to Clint. Pull some out for your homie. I, I will just be a little disappointed that the last game action he ever saw was a 50-yard line shot off. Oh, man. Uh, and San Jose, that, that, that was absolutely heartbreaking. That would have set the Sounders record for That would have been the record. The club. Let's keep it real. He would have the record by now if he stopped touching people's nuts. On the replay, you saw that he was at least like six inches from the guy's nose. Well, he was hung. <laughs> or or had he not ripped up Daniel Radford's book? Yeah. Can I just say that <sighs> six but, inches from the guy's nuts is an amazing setup, and Tim didn't bite, and I'm shocked. <laughs> shocked. I didn't but, bite. Hey! I will just remember though, being at that Open Cup game at Starfire in front of everybody in the, that the second half of extra time. Yeah. When we were down 2-1 oh. at that point, and Azira got the red card. Azira got the red I was just so pissed about how out about it. And we're I'll be honest, I personally just walked off the field at that point in time because I knew that... You're on the field too? No. You didn't get sent off? I, I walked out of the stands because I was just... It's, I was disgusted with the referee in that game. As funny as it that's was, another, it changed episode. the landscape of... I mean, no. Oba went down and was out for a long time, and then... Deuce was out for a long time. It's just that, that that team, that team never recovered. We got we went in late into the playoffs, but that team never recovered. We won it the next year, but I was sitting in my car at the Canadian border. Oh yeah, that's right. A women's World Cup match. Like sitting in line, screaming at the radio, and Hope was like, What is happening? And I'm like, I don't know, but I hate all of it. <laughs> That's my red card wedding. Was that, was that during the women's World Cup? Yeah. Yes. Oh, it was. It was. I was up there for most of the games at the thing. Yeah, I was, we were stuck at the border listening to the Open Cup, and I'm freaking the F out. <laughs> As I'm watching it. That must have been one of the Vancouver games I didn't go to. It was USA Jamaica, wasn't it? Oh, was I that don't the remember. one we saw that day? No, I don't remember that. that. I think I was. I think I was. Yeah, I, I think uh, I saw like, Ecuador, Colombia. Yeah, 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 yeah. So what yeah. else happened? Um, so oh. last show, last show, we did not cover the uh, the Aussie into the corner uh, shot. <laughs> so basically, it was it was brought to our attention that we missed it, and like you're right, we did miss it. We couldn't figure out why everybody's all pissed off. And uh, we were done recording and didn't go back. But what ended up happening was in stoppage time, uh, Raul Ruiz Diaz and Cascante collided, and Cascante got a boot to the face and uh, was actually offside. Uh, Raul was offside, but the the the, the AR put it, you know the goalkeeper grabbed the ball, ran past everybody to the edge of the eighteen, put a ball back in play, 
and everyone's still on the ground, the ball gets to our 50, even gets to our defensive third by the time the ref blows a whistle. Head injury, we got to stop play. We're not waiting for you guys to kick it out of bounds. And then uh, next thing you know, they put the ball back in play. Ozzy, instead of kicking it back to the keeper, just put it deep into the corner for out of bounds, and it's a throw-in instead of a goal kick, and I'm okay with that. Can I just add one more thing about the end of that game? Yes. Um, if you are listening to this and you work in Sounder Social Media, you all oh had my a God, hell of a night. Dude. Like that, the the truck, the the, the Portland truck L, line. the Portland like, L sign. Y'all put in some serious work, and I'm, I'm not gonna lie, I've I've had questions about the social media team this year, but like y'all earned the paychecks. Just major props for that. Yeah, I was I was like, damn, that is. They had time. Y'all brought the game. Yeah, well, and you you can't just whip that up. You have to think about that and put that together way before the match. Oh yeah. So Ooh. that's very. Uh, that's, that's not very, like Nate or uh, uh, Tim. Can we add the one memes. more piece of fast? Yes, we can. Emily Cummings. Oh. Yo. So MLS watercolors. I'll see you today after the game. Uh, Love that, that video you created of Will Bruin. It's just. Chef Italian fingers. Chef fingers. Speaking wow. of Cruyff turns, <laughs> <laughs> and and he's laughing it off. Everybody's yeah, but good it time. was a, but it was also an appreciation video, like like no other. It was so phenomenal. The backstory: his wife was with his wife. His wife was providing more shade than <laughs> yes, ma'am. Awesome. I'm Marcy. Hi, Marcy. I'm Marcy. Marcy. Woo! We'll leave in about six minutes. All right. Okay. Sounds great. We're gonna wrap this we'll up. Make sure to awesome. thank you. close our tabs and. Yeah. All right. All right. So, uh, with that, uh, we'll see you up at the match. This is Steve. You're listening to the Flounders B-Team Podcast. Hey, everybody. This is Steve from the Flounders B-Team Podcast. I got to I gotta tell you, sometimes... When I'm trying to get to the stadium for a match, I just want somebody else to take care of it for me. You know, I want to be able to ride up in style. I want to have some beverages. I don't want to have to worry about getting a DUI or getting pulled over for drinking just a little bit too much and driving. I want to be safe and I want to make sure that I've got definitely a great way to get back, hanging out with my friends. I want to be responsible. I want to be safe. Doyle's Public House Designated Driver Express is here for you. It is the cure-all for traffic and parking headaches. You can ride in style with adult beverages and a bathroom right there on the bus. The Doyle's uh, Designated Driver Express departs from Doyle's two hours prior to the kickoff and returns an hour after the final whistle. So you got an hour to celebrate, hang out with your friends, and then beat feet back to the bus. It's uh, dropped off at a very convenient location, and pickup is a breeze right behind Safeco Field. How much does it cost? Well, it's $23 if you ride solo or get a little bit of a discount. It's 38 bucks if you want to ride with a pair of folks. Be a good sport. Don't drink and drive, especially when you can drink and ride with Doyle's Public House. Visit Doyle's Public House on St. Helens Avenue in Tacoma and just go to the bar and ask for your seats. <laughs> From the Clunders B team bus, the Doyle's bus, I 5 North, uh, approximately uh, Kent Des Moines Road. So I'm gonna take hey, on. Hey, Tim, fuck you. <laughs> I'm gonna have my hypocrite moment for a second. Yeah, let's I do said, it. I said, I don't wanna shade Dempsey. I will say, my one lament is that if he would have made this choice two and a half weeks earlier, we could have signed a player during the transfer window. 
that player could have been Hurtado or somebody else, we'd have a deep slot available. But Nathan, then that would make like the comeback not as exciting. Okay, like no, absolutely. Sign a fucking player. You have free Tam yeah. at that point. You've got a DP slot. Fucking a. Yeah, so that's, so that's my one. That's my one thing. Like, and I, I don't resent him. I just, but just that's a lament for me. We probably would have had what half the season done, so we would have had maybe two hundred fifty thousand yeah. of salary or general allocation or something well, like that. You were comparing it to Griffey. Talk about that really fast. Oh, I, was, this com- this compares to you know Griffey's last season where he came back and had 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 a, like a hero's send off where the last game I think he won or we t- we, he was carried off on everybody's shoulders and then he came back an extra year and that was just kind of a, a warm turd this is as, I mean I know where he this, took a nap and yeah alright this real talk I, I love Dempsey like I said watch it, watching all the highlights like oh man I forgot how much fun it was to watch him play and to do shit well so I'll say this is uh, people have been very critical of New York Red Bull for their sell them too early kind of model where they deal somebody there is a lesson in this that, like, and again, I'm not speaking ill of the departed, but um, it's better to let somebody go a year early than to keep them a year too long. And I think that Clinton is a demonstrator of that. And I think we have a really tough choice this year with Ozzy. Like, I think Ozzy wants to be here, and I think I want Ozzy to be back. But Ozzy has to be willing to come back at a much lower number he's at right now. He's at, like, 1.1 right now. Yeah. If you're playing Ozzy 1.1 and you're playing Svensson 350, that's a tough sell. You're paying your goalkeeper like how much? Yeah, he he but, he's the one that needs the cash. Fry needs but a don't DP. forget that MLS has turned down the Sounders offering TAM contracts to certain players like Fry, right? Uh-huh. Jones, like Joven Jones, because we already have them. Well, but just exactly. But the point is, think about numbers. Like Marshall's on like 360, Svensson's on like 350, Torres and Key are on about 500 each. Yep. Is Ozzy worth more than that? And so, if Ozzy's not willing to take a pay cut in the neighborhood of five hundred to seven hundred thousand dollars, then like, and I, I, I'll probably get blocked for him on this, right? Like, like Tim did, but I, I, I just stay away from the jib jab. You'll be fine. He doesn't listen. I, I, <laughs> no, I, I love Ozzy, but like that—that's that, the condition for him coming back. The flip side of that is, if you look at what we have, we have Roll Don who can play that position. We have Spence play that position. We have uh, Dellum. We have Dellum, and we've got kids at S two who are being cultivated. So like, it, it's it's th- this offseason is going to have some choices. I back on the train of what I thought. Uh, the, the way it was, the way it was scripted was Team USA makes a World Cup. Yep. Dempsey has his send off, yep. gets a couple goals, pushes the. Uh, Puts the envelope. Team USA, yep. you know, goes to the, the round of eight. Yeah, but and instead then he, he comes ends up, back. Yep. And he, he breaks the he breaks the goal scoring record. And, and then this is his last year, last last USA, last Sounders, everything. And last and, road and to he glory. He gets one hell of a send off. He gets a hero's uh, a hero's exit. Now it's but, tainted but a little not, bit. But definitely not the Landon Donovan type where everybody's throwing him no. a party. Oh job. yeah, everybody's yeah. bringing him silverware. Here's your chair that I made you out of, like. Cat hair and dog fur, and then he comes back. And Actually, then he that was probably again. a Sounders thing. And then he comes back. <laughs> I, I will add this though. Didn't we give him a plastic spiral or Something a glass like spiral? He, I, I don't think that's that he's bothered. Spiral. He doesn't get the hero's ending that he that, that, that was set up for oh, Dempsey. Yeah, but like he's gonna be okay. I will say this: if you haven't listened to the Zach Awani interview uh, with Eddie Johnson, so Zach's episode this week, he interviews uh, Eddie Johnson and that Costigan douchebag guy. Uh, but EJ. 
was asked the question about where Dipsy ranks versus Donahue, and his answer is um, shady and thoughtful. And I, EJ's always honest. I love him for it. Love EJ. He took three seconds to say Dempsey is the greatest American soccer player ever, and then he took the next 35 seconds trying to say uh, honorable mention. You know, Len Donovan's a pretty good yeah. kid. You know, he just uh, and then he's, he's trying to back that a little. No, bit. my favorite part is when he said um, Donovan went to Germany and basically didn't make it, and Deuce was the all-time leading scorer in the Premier League, the Premiership, in the, for following list. Uh, also, also in the conversation they brought in was Claudio Reyna, and I think that the generation of soccer fans today is just like two minutes too young to appreciate Claudio Reyna like he did this shit too. So. Well, there's, there's a lot of players that, that played over in Europe, yes. but... I mean, I don't know. They, they they keep doubling down on the best field player. Yeah. Like, what we've had Tim Howard, we've had Hanneman and Friedel and Keller yeah. all going to goalkeep in the EPL. But I mean, honestly, Dempsey is worth it. Deuce is the best American soccer player in history. Period. Full stop for me. I'm cool with that. Yeah, I I am because Donovan was a bust in Germany. Yeah, he was. Wee, 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 all the way home. Do you, do you, do you think and that? Dempsey flourished at full. Flourish isn't the right word. Like he's their all-time leading scorer. Yeah. Led them to the yeah. Europa well, League. He's finals. a legend. He's still a legend. Yeah. Over there. He's still a legend over there. Like, do, there are American soccer fans who are Fulham fans because of Clint Dempsey. Like that was appointment viewing. They, I mean, not to shit on your point, but they were collecting a lot of U.S. players. Like was it Bocanegra, yeah. Johnson? Yeah. yeah. But no matter what, I mean, Dempsey's still the watershed for that, right? Oh, he's the only one yeah. that. Uh, Who's the first American player in Europe? Oh, God. I know it wasn't Parks. Dempsey. I have some Actually, prob- comments, too. It was probably, it was probably some, something like 1955. I was going to say, it's probably <laughs> some players that we had naturalized to come and play for us. Fair enough. Maybe Tony Miola, man, back in the day, like, until the 90s. Miola, God. Mike? Oh, I just said I was at Critic Cottage just a couple, three weeks ago. Earlier today. <laughs> it was amazing. Yeah? Tiny, tiny little place for full to play, but hell, it was a great time. Yeah, they have a little uh, a little it, wag cottage up in the corner where all the Oh, it, it, all it's out in the middle of nowhere in West London on the river. It's just beautiful. West but, London. Uh, Born no, Chelsea. S2 just built Craven Cottage. No, it's not right next to Chelsea. But no. no, I, I did. Uh, I was like in 2014. It. I did a, a tour of Craven, uh, Emirates, West Brom. Yeah. And, uh, I need to go to England. Not West Brom. Yeah. Where, did, where did Chelsea play? Oh, Stamford Bridge. Stamford Bridge and uh, Wembley. And Craven Cottage was Awesome. It's that's where you see they have you know, they don't get very good weather there, so they have the, the lights on tracks that go back and forth that well, uh, and, help the, the grow. Well, and you know I, I was there for preseason game, full of preseason game against Celta Vigo, and we got fifth row field level box seats for twenty pounds each. Wow! wow Holy shit! Yeah. Well, they're in uh, League One now, or no? They're they're, they're, they're promoted. They got promoted this year. Yeah. Oh shit! As usual, congratulations, Belgium. Congratulations, Belgium. Preseason, Celtic, got 20 pounds, and it was uh, 20 pounds. Well, and and soccer, I mean, if you're not playing for, like, Liverpool, if you're not trying to get to a Liverpool Arsenal, you know, Manchester United, you know, game, like, soccer in Europe is actually reasonably priced. You know the story. Hope and I saw uh, Fortuna Dusseldorf versus Stuttgart in the Esprit Arena for, like, 18 euros. Fortuna. That game, by the way, Stuttgart away support is something to behold. I was like, man. We're just passing MLK. South Seattle. Hey, but going back uh, to the... Oh, go ahead. 
know, going back to clean. Like, you know, considering uh, considering life situations, you know, like, you don't make the right decisions at all times. You know, you got stuff going on. You make plans for the future. But do you fault him for starting the season and making the decision to start the season with the Sounders and then ending his career in the middle of the season where, you know, the Sounders could do anything to, you know, like, really to fix the situation I, after he retired? You know, this is Steve. I... I don't fault him. I fault the Sounders the front Sounders, office for yeah. permitting that bullshit. Now, it, he it, should have been off the books at the end of the year. Yeah. Well, now, like I said, back to what I said, this, this is supposed yeah. to be his swan song. It's supposed to be his goodbye. Yeah. But, I mean, come on now. That was clearly not going to happen. He's, he's got what? He's got the back vein, and he's only played, you know, two in the last ten matches probably. Yeah. And the team's doing okay. I years. could see him doing us a favor. It's like, all right, fine. Y'all we've been better. Well, honestly, we've been better like, since he was just by subtraction yeah, yeah. no I'm just saying I mean we've, we've been better since he stopped playing and not because of him you know it's just like yeah. like the, the squad as a it's team a you know squad. we've had yeah better success more success with when playing stop playing so it's, I'm gonna it, it's shades of 2016 with him going out with the heart issue and then now him deciding to retire in 2018 yeah versus playing through all of 17 I'm going to go on record by saying I'm a little disappointed that uh, Steve Zakawani can say I told you so. <laughs> that he is, uh, he is would you well. mind dropping that in there? Yeah, that you. he is once again, so he, all he said is just wait, just wait, just wait, just wait. Yeah, exactly. I, I told Zakawani this episode should be called Yeah, I Told You So. Yeah. Well, he's already in the season, bro. He said it. He's, he said right. it. Yeah, he said it. He's like, man, I told you guys. Be patient. Are you guys doing okay? Yep. We should do a traditional. Hey, what yes. are you drinking right now? Oh yeah, that's right. Yeah. Hey, what are we? What are we drinking, Nathan? Uh, I'm having bottled water, but if I was gonna have a drink, I would have the Woodbridge Chardonnay in a bottle. Yes, that's a fine vintage. Is that 2016? Uh, 2016 bottled water. Yeah, it is. Yeah. All right, <laughs> R- Roberto Mendavi. Uh, all right. The, Hope is rocking the Elemental Hard Cider Blood Orange. Excellent. Blood Excellent. Orange Cider. Excellent. I, it sounds bougie and stupid, but no, it's actually, delicious. It's delightful. I don't had it. Mike, what, what are you drinking? I just finished my Tecate. I'm just waiting until we get up there to drink my ah, I'm going to have to have another one of those, I think, and drink it with you. Rodrigo. <laughs> For the record, though, you should get it now because booze on the bus is cheaper than it is in yes, the city. Yes, absolutely. Yeah, oh, yeah, definitely. Yeah, I am going to get a Jack Daniels. What are you drinking, Rod? I got Blue to Ranger, man. You know, if it's a good have, IPA? Oh, yeah, it's good. If you have Fat Tire, New Belgium, it's yeah. It's a little straight, yeah, a little yep. stronger, but it's really good. Hoppy. Excellent. Uh, Sean and I were drinking Tecate with lime. Right on. Yeah. I also had a Tecate. You just drop a quarter in it. Tastes just like, just like that's lime. Rod told me. It just, it just yeah, like lime. Just all the yeah. shit that's on your fingers and under exactly. your fingernails. And, 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 and everybody quarter. else's fingers that's ever touched that quarter. The pinball machine, the gum. Don't, don't quote me on that. The, yeah. Uh, and then uh, I, I also had a shot of Jack Daniels. Um, probably not the best choice, but here we are. Since when did you make a choices? <laughs> that's a good question. I married my wife. Hey. Thanks, Nathan. Um, he was the one with the questionable. <laughs> <laughs> if I'm not making bad choices, I'm encouraging them. All right. Uh, I'm glad we got this little segment in. Uh, had to give Deuce the, the proper treatment. We love you. Again, I'm wearing the uh, wearing the old uh, you know general general uh, colonial general Dempsey. We're getting ready to land uh, near the stadium. And uh, thanks, Russ. You're the best. Russ Heaton, thank you so much for uh, for for being our host uh, today for this beautiful game. If you want to see 
uh, great soccer and you want to have some beverages and don't worry about getting a ride and not worrying about traffic or parking or any of that bullshit, take the designated driver bus from, uh, from Tacoma to Seattle. Just roll into... Uh, don't worry, I'll cut that. Just, I'm, sorry, I'm just watching Steve try to figure out how to order a shot. <laughs> just roll into uh, Doyle's Public House, uh, 213 St. Helens in Tacoma. Go ahead and just go straight to the bar. It's like $24 for one seat. Uh, or 20, yeah, 20, $24 for one seat, $18 uh, a seat if you want to get two. Uh, get a pair of them, and uh, it's a great ride. So definitely visit Doyle's Public House. Doyle's Public House is absolutely the premier soccer bar in western Washington, if not a larger area. Got to tell you, uh, Russ Heaton, I met my wife at that place. That place has history for the Flowers B team family. We're in gush mode now. No, dude, Russ Heaton and that bar and Nate Bowling and and Hope Teague and... Like, I was introduced to the Sounders at that bar, okay? I was introduced to the ECS at that bar. Like, let's, in, in, seriously, let's fucking go. We're, we're about to arrive at the stadium. Uh, this is Steve, Tim Hamilton, Nate Bowling, Rodrigo, Mike, Sean, Hope Teague. Let's get three points against KC. You are listening to the Flounders B-Team Podcast. Hey everybody, this is your friend Steve here. I wanted to talk a little bit about a couple of communities that mean a lot to me. Our friend Kat Peterson, of course, is the coach for the Lady Abe's soccer team at Lincoln High School. I want you to know that they have their first game this Friday, September 7th, versus the Foss Falcons right there at the Lincoln Bowl at 7 o'clock p.m. We would love to see you there, and we appreciate your support. Also, Sounders FC2. We're hosting a Lincoln High School night out at the Sounders 2 game on October October 10th at Cheney Stadium here in Tacoma at 7 p.m. Tickets are $17, $5 of which go to Lincoln High School Lady Abe soccer team. Each ticket gets you entry, a hot dog, chips, and a drink, and I think seating's along that first base side. October 10th, $17, $5 goes to the Lincoln High School Lady Abe soccer team to support the future of soccer in the South Sound. Tell you what, it's a great idea. If you would like to get tickets, go ahead and contact Cat Peterson, CM underscore Peterson on uh, Twitter, or shoot me an email, uh, podfish at gmail.com. We'll get you hooked up with tickets. All right. Thank you so much for listening to the Flounders B team and supporting local high school soccer. Hey everybody, this is Steve with the Flounders B-Team Podcast, and we are back. Hey everybody, this is Tim with the Flounders B-Team Podcast. Hey everybody, this is Ned Flanders with the Flounders B-Team Podcast. Idly hodily. This is Nate from Tacoma. <laughs> Nate from Tacoma is not here. Tim Bo, what you drinking, buddy? Crown Royal Reserva. That's how they say it in Canada. They call it Reserva no, in Canada? Not at all. <laughs> That's what you're drinking too. Uh, 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 it's, it's delicious. It's a Canadian blend. It's picked by somebody named uh, Otto. Oh, yeah, Otto, something French Canadian. So moving on. A U T O. Otto. Otto Bus. Otto Bus. Uh, no, I I didn't do any research on the product. I uh, I just grabbed it 
from one of my accounts. And it's delicious. I tell you what. Man, I'll we, tell you what. I'll tell you what, man. We had a great time on the bus ride both directions. Of course, the... Thank the, you, Russ. Yeah, thank you so much, Russ. Doyle's Pub uh, on uh, St. Helens uh, in Tacoma, 213 St. Helens, Tacoma. I think that's close enough. You'll be able to find it like that. But uh, just look for Doyle's Public House at Doyle's Pub on Twitter. Uh, Doyle's Pub has an active Facebook. And, and, and anything that you want to watch, if it's soccer, he will find a way to get it on a screen in that bar. Absolutely, no matter what. It's his mission in life. Nortec U12s. Oh. Modfield, he can make it happen. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, he's not sending out camera crews or nothing. If, if there's a but broadcast, if it's, but if there's a channel, it, yeah. <laughs> if there's a channel, he'll put J League up, he'll put, you know, K League up, Super League, he'll put, you know, uh, anything that you want up there, he'll he'll find a way to make it happen. Just let him know in advance. Uh, uh, he'll do. He does time shifting of matches that are too early uh, or too late. Um, so if uh, if you want to set up a watch party for um, you know Huddersfield Town, Lower East Side, London Derby, yeah. uh, East Bromwich. Yeah, I, I, <laughs> you're getting into the weeds. I, I, I can't. I'm not even. Gonna all pretend. I'm saying is this dude. Uh, all I'm saying is Russ Heaton will get a show on for you, and they have. Um, um, and that's not even the main feature, right? The main feature is they have great food, a great atmosphere. Uh, they installed air conditioning last year, so that was pretty cool. Um, all the Jameson you can drink. All the Jameson you can drink, um, but that's not a special. You got to pay for all of the Jamesons. It's a it's a great place. He uh, hooked us up with some some sweet seats on the bus. He would have given us tickets if we needed them, but we didn't. So um, there you go. Uh, definitely look forward to more content uh, related to Doyle's Pub in the future. Um, if we do other bus rides, anything like that, they're not doing. Sometimes they do away travel, but they're not doing. I don't think they're doing Vancouver. Word on the street says they they got uh, they got in trouble for meat pies. <laughs> that was a great trip. Oh my god! <laughs> I wasn't there you for the Vancouver me. show. Yeah. We'll tell the story about okay. the meat pies because Nate was Wednesday, there. So it was do it next amazing. Week. Sporting Kansas <laughs> shitty. The Sporks, the Wizards, whatever you want to call them. Yeah, they're riding a four game win yeah. streak. We're riding a seven game win streak at they, that time. They pride themselves on on being like streak busters. Mm-hmm. They pride themselves on being the first team to score and win in Seattle ever, which, yep. which they were because that was the Casey Keller handball outside the box thing, and 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 they, they beat us one one nothing. I don't know. Anyway, um, and I, I'm sure they're they're you know going to brag about breaking somebody else's streak. Well, you know we broke their attempt to break our streak. <laughs> I must break you. And we were playing uh, Peter Vermees with his with his sharp blue suit and his gym teacher's haircut. <laughs> so. He was looking pretty sharp. How about lineups, buddy? All right, so starting lineups for your Sporting Kansas Shitty. Uh, Tim Melio in goal. Seth Sinovic, Beasler, Opara, and Zussi are back four. Uh, Not Gu- a great game for Graham Zussi. Gutierrez. Ely and Espinosa, the I'm dirty sorry. pirate hooker, Ile? on the right. Ile, Ilya, 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 number six. So uh, Gutierrez, Ilya, and the dirty pirate hooker, Espinosa, on the right. Uh, top left, you've got they're doing a four three three. Salaway, Rubio, Marco Rubio, and uh, <laughs> Gerson Hernandez, thirsty Rubio. S- speaking of dirty pirate hookers, look at Setsanovic in the replay. 
He looks like Rigetti. Rigetti's an actor that played in the the Pirates of the Caribbean. The uh-huh. guy that's always loses an eyeball. Do you want to take Is a it second like a, and look him no, up? No, I don't. I, I believe you. Yeah, he he's just oh yeah, Novik, the dude that always loses an eyeball. Got it rolling around. <laughs> that his name is Rigetti. I don't know what his real name. Uh, Rigetti what is, Spaghetti. What is his his character's name is? But moving on, your Sounders FC, Frying Goal, uh, Lirdum Kihi, Marshall Smith. That was uh, right to left as you're looking at it. You got a four two three one. Svensson and Alonso. Uh, Roldan, Ladero, and Ship as our attacking defender midfielders, and uh, one Raul Rui Diaz. So we are doing a four-two-three-one, and they are doing a four-three-three. One thing that they always do is they press hard, they press high, press yep. early. They oh, kick yeah. the shit out of us, and they oh, try sorry. to. They they do a really good job of trying to get teams on their back foot very very early in the match, and they 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 almost succeeded. Oh no, no, they did. I mean, yeah. they started the kickoff with five or six of them on the line and uh we turned the ball over what minute and a half two minutes into the game and uh it was it was a funky goal the ball came back chad basically tried to defend the guy kind of slipped and fell down and then as he was going down he swung his leg out and that kicked the ball out of the 18 that went to ozzy Ozzy hit uh, uh, Gerso Fernandez with the ball, and the ball bounced up, and then immediately Rubio knocked it in. Now, was there a foul? Was there a handball? Was there a high boot? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But we're not we're not getting any favors from one ball tornado. That's I, why I can't just I can't remember his name. Bal Baldomero. Baldomero. You know, we talk about Kramer goals. Kramer goals are from essentially from teams that that are prepared versus teams that are not prepared teams that that get and that's not checked a, out that's not a full preparation that's a moment-to-moment choice right well it's the the five minute goal concentration first five concentration right first five minutes of the game last five minutes of the game or the half and within a few minutes of each goal five minutes of each goal so and and we like to to well, fuck with you on the show here because yeah. basically you've described half the goals occurring in half the game basically but there, there's been a out, lot of it's there's several in this game, but anyway. Yeah, yeah, uh, no, no, and 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 what I meant to say is that um, there's there's more and more evidence mounting. There've been studies on this, and um, that that there is some validity to your theory. Twenty minutes out of ninety minutes is the not half of the goals match. are scored. Okay, and then there could be you know if, depending on the score. Anyway, and if minute, there's more goals, goal. then yeah, we were probably a little slow to get out of the locker room because of the toast to to Clinton Dempsey. Mm-hmm. And maybe that's that on top of the high pressure is why we kind of got a little fudged up in the beginning and conceded an early goal. Clint's on the wall now. Yes. He's framed. He's not. He didn't do it. He was framed. <laughs> it was he framed. didn't do it. Nah, it wasn't me, say. <laughs> it wasn't me. It was the other guy. Um, yeah. Uh, so Clint is no longer hanging on one of our microphones because he's no longer part of the team. He's in an, a place of honor. Appreciate y'all. Appreciate y'all. Appreciate y'all. Appreciate y'all. He's in a place of honor in our, uh, in our studio, uh, second shelf from the top. If he was on the top shelf, you couldn't see him. Uh, so right next to his poster, uh, we have our little, our, our Dempsey mask. I've also, I'm getting, I'm, I'm strongly considering, uh, hanging and framing my, Clint Dempsey USA t-shirt sure. along with it yeah, and uh, have this really badass t-shirt that I love uh, that is uh, that's painted by an Italian dude that basically did 
all of the national team captains in the 2000, uh, 2016 cup. It, it was just, it's just fantastic. So he, there's one of, uh, there's an old one of Zidane <laughs> that is just phenomenal. It's Napoleon esque. Oh. It's absolutely beautiful. It's um, yeah. Yeah, uh, this guy's Italian though, and you can get his stuff on Redbubble. Um, if I think of it, I'll put it in the show notes. All but right. anyway, yeah, Clint Dempsey. Uh, as an aside, absolutely fantastic to be a part of that, and I've got some recording of that. I think you've already heard if I've ordered this properly, or maybe I'll put it at the end. I'm not quite sure, but um, I recorded a, a portion of the balls bouncing around. Fry isn't going to take any chances. Uh, he's not here to to play any games he, and he comes out with this like, like crazy karate kick you know uh, like like Daniel signs on the post and then just flicks it and, anyway there's a lot of that <laughs> where Fry is not here to mess around anymore and he just comes out there were times where he actually would knock hey have a drink uh, he would knock Torres into the attacking player just to knock you know just to clear the ball out and it worked but anyway they got their first goal three minutes in, third minute. We get our first goal in the twelfth minute, and what ends up happening there is, uh, whoo, Gramzuzzi, Gramzuzzi pushes a little bit too high. We they lose the ball. We counter. Um, ball goes to Fry. Fry goes to Ozzy. Or excuse me, Kim Kihi. Kim Kihi goes to Ozzy. Ozzy sidesteps a, uh, a rushing, Sporting Kansas shitty player and. Takes a touch wide, plays a pinpoint perfect pass uh, to Brad Smith. And you can see in the replay, Graham Zuzzi slides to try to deflect it because he's out of position. And then uh, what ends up happening there is Brad's running down the field, and it's basically a, a, a three-on-three or a four-on-four with Brad Smith attacking player. And we've got Rui Diaz in the box. We've got Roldan in the box. Mm-hmm. And then we have a trailing... So many uh, options. Ladero yep. at the top of the 18. And they have three defenders with one more running in, just as Lid- you know, it's pretty much keeping up with Ladero. So, yeah, you're saying uh, on the replay, but, it's like basically four on four at that yeah. point. Ikapara is is one of their center backs, and he is trying to force Brad to, to, to go to the near post. He doesn't want to give up a, a cutback because that opens up the goal. Well, what he ends up doing is he gives him a lot of space to try to deny him that mm-hmm. pass back. And what the, with the space that Brad is, he ends up playing a, a just a Beautiful ball uh, in between both Opara and Timelia. It's spinning clockwise, so that means it comes back out um, and just meets Rui Diaz in the back post. So he just taps it in. I mean, it, it would have been harder to miss. That would have been a Valdez-esque miss if he missed that one. But Rui Diaz lost his defender pretty easily. I mean, Beasley, Beasler, Beasler only looked over his shoulder once to, to see if he was there. And then after that, it's just like, hey, thanks for the snack, stupid. <laughs> thanks for the snack, stupid. I'm not even sure if that's how it works. <laughs> thanks for the snack, you idiot. Yeah. So Honey badgers don't care. They don't give a shit. Yeah. And, and Rui Diaz just simply tapped it in. And it was awesome. And there you go. So now we're tied. And we're only 12 minutes in. But that was kind of the last, you know, uh, a rolled on had a, had a good opportunity in the first five to ten minutes before the goal. But since the goal, we were taking all kinds of pressure and didn't really have a whole lot to work with. Nothing uh, super impressive. They had several chances. Uh, they had a couple chances from Fry's right. 
that went nowhere. They had a couple of shots from distance that were like six hoppers to him. And then they also had Ikapara calling his own number, did a give and go with his run from the 50, and then uh, Fry comes out. If you watch the replay, uh, both of our center backs pretty much bump into Apara and try to kind of knock him down or knock him off. His, mm-hmm. you know, they're willing to take a yellow, but they, they knock into him and he stays up. And then he ends up uh, drink. His dog barking. Ike Ike hits a, hits a left footed shot, and it's funny because Fry's coming out and to the right to stop the shot, and it goes under his arm, but hits the inside of his arm. But because he's going right, the ball ends up continuing right and just misses the goalpost. Had he been coming straight out, that might have gone in, but because he was going right, it hit him. The ball kept going right. Holy crap! That could have changed the complex. You know, the whole the whole complexion. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, we're happy to go in at halftime, tied one nothing, and oh, I'm yeah. pretty sure Kansas City a little disappointed because they scored first, but I'm sure they're happy that you know they're not losing at halftime. And going into the halftime, uh, there's about three minutes of stoppage in the first half. Uh, Rubio gets a yellow for dropping Chad. So uh, we're going into halftime. Honestly, the only ch- the best chance we had at, at a goal besides what Roldan's early yeah. chance. Yeah, yeah, and the the happen you know kansas kansas city put a really powerful header on his own goal and that was was a really good chance for us to score another og (laughs) before the uh, first og opara now the ball was kind of floating back and opara you know turned to head it to melia and melia was taking steps up to collect it like you know if it comes through i got it Mm -hmm. i'm a one-hop well and then he just turned you know put some force on it he put a good header forced to save um but there you go we're going into halftime uh one one Mm -hmm. i loved the uh, the brief interview, I can't remember it word for word, but uh, you're showing us on the channel the one with uh, oh, with yeah. uh, Casey K- Keller Casey talking Keller's to Schmetzer. Yeah, uh, can I plug in and see? see you if can that, if you'd like. Plays? Yeah. Great response. Uh, play off that atmosphere. Couple opportunities where the team didn't deal with maybe the Kansas City press as well. Would you have liked? Yeah, yeah the, the first two minutes. How about that, Casey? <laughs> Is there an adjustment you're going to make at halftime? Yeah, we'll try to figure out a way how to beat the press, and then we'll get after them. Thank you very much. Coach. <laughs> it was like basically, you know, Brian's like, yeah, shut the fuck up. <laughs> Thanks. <laughs> Thanks for the feedback, Thanks, big face. Thanks, yeah. <laughs> and it, how many, it, you retired, didn't who you? Who among us, uh, that's right, who among us has not wanted to tell Casey Keller to shut the fuck up at one point. Great freaking player. And even in my memories, uh, even my memories were from, um, I have memories of my stepdaughter and I dressing like Casey Keller for his last send-off game. We wore like fake rubber hats and, and big ham- hamburger helper <laughs> yeah, yeah, Mickey yeah. Mouse mittens. Yeah. And we, have the, we have the stupid Casey Keller children's book on our shelf back here. There you go. And I lo- love Casey, but... I don't like him as an analyst, just because we talk about this year. You know, every single time we bring him up, he is like a he's like an MLS ref. They go out of their way to be impartial, like so far in the opposite direction. You know, I did not spend it's an overcorrection for sure. You basically like you're you're hanging out with with a a, a, a guy or a girl that you wouldn't you want to see in public. You know, you're pretending that that y'all are besties behind mm-hmm. closed doors, <laughs> but when you're out in public, like you know, I, I don't, I'm not. I'm not with him. I'm not with her. <laughs> what? So yeah. So right. Casey played here, but he goes out of his way to be like brutally impartial and, and to throw <clears throat> us a bone. Like we, we never throw us a bone. He 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 doesn't 
really ever praise our stuff. Maybe that's just him. Maybe all he does is look for the reasons like y'all fucked up. This is how you did it. You well, and, it this and way. I mean, I've I've had some brief interactions with Casey. Mm-hmm. Um, oh yeah, you guys last did that year's Steve Star Zac- yeah last year's Steve Zakawani charity match for Kingdom Hope. Um, but yeah, he was like, well. You know, I, I was like, hey, you know, my wife went to University of Portland. What do you think about the time there? And, you know, was it positive for you? He's like, well, they put me on the board of regents. I'm like, all right, man. Don't know Have a great day. <laughs> but one thing, one thing you just mentioned, Zakawani. What the, f- do you think Deuce and Oba are going to get together next year for the, the Zakawani Zach- tournament? Yeah. We're going to have the Deuce and Oba show here at Tequila again? I, I don't see why not. I mean, if he's healthy enough to 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 get out there but i mean if marshawn lynch can do it he can't put on like 70 pounds in in a year <laughs> can you imagine and, though he's just in his in his fucking pontoon the boat and oba show haven't been in tequila <laughs> together since the red card since wedding. the red card wedding since the red card <sighs> wedding that would be really cool to see you heard if first, they set Zach up Kawani. some like crazy trick plays or something like that but i'm also envisioning two on 11 in my brain dude deuce sitting on his pontoon boat Kicking back, the mountains are blue, Coors Lights, like 12 at a, at a shot, saying, you know what, fuck these motherfuckers. I'm just going to catch the biggest fucking bass you ever saw in your goddamn life. This I'm in not Texas. a family-friendly show. We know this. This is true. <laughs> it, see we're thinking true about a... colors shining through. through. Oh. <laughs> uh, but yeah, we're going to have to get a swear jar, but... if Now that he's retired, and uh, the... the Steve Zakawan is going to raise so much cheddar for, Dude, for his let's uh, hope for his charity kingdom hope. We went on a <laughs> tangent. We went from throwing from from Schmetzer throwing shade on Keller to Keller to Kingdom of Hope to Deuce to Deuce and Oba to fishing and that putting on seventy us pounds. Back to do 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 do, do, do. a deer a All right, female so second deer. half second, second half, half is here where the party starts. The party did fucking start. It was one one. We're like, ah, oh, fuck. We're gonna walk out of here with the draw. Are we okay with this? I don't know. Is this the result we're looking for? I don't know. What do we have? Uh, I think we have four, four or five yeah. games. Nine games left or eight games left total. Uh, we our four home games. I think we have Houston. I think we have. Uh, we got another gal. There's Galaxy away next week. No, our or our not next home, week. Twenty uh, sixth. Home games. We have Philly on a Wednesday. Like our mm-hmm. next home game is Philly on Wednesday, and then uh, I think we have Orlando at Orlando. We play Houston and moving on. So halftime, the, we get our <laughs> we get our first goal. Basically, Ozzy. You, you ran the sequence Ozzie's, earlier. Great. Yeah. Ozzy started. Mm-hmm. Ozzy started the play. Uh, from the bottom of the screen, hits a forty-yard, you know, switch Field cross, switch, whatever, yeah. and that goes to ship. Ship one times it to Ladero. Ladero just turns and plays it into space, and and ship's already running. Ship, now, ship is not the fastest guy, mm-hmm. but if he knows where he's going before you do, he's yeah. going to beat you. There. Yeah. So when is and, and they? Up, I, I feel a, like they practiced that. Yeah. Uh, no, it, it, like that's that's a definitely given, a play, a give and go play, short, short, long, or give and go. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, ship plays it to Ladero, Ladero one times it just in the space down the line, and and and, and ships off to the races, and then Graham Zuzzi's, you know, catching him. He catches him from behind essentially, but uh, he's down about a yard off of the end line, and uh, Tim Millie's on the near post, and everything looks like you know he's going to cross it to the far post, which he kind of planned on, I imagine, because you had. Rui Diaz, and then either uh, uh, mm-hmm. probably Roldan following to the far post. Um, but 
when he plays the ball, Graham Zuzi does this weird ass like uh, half I, I back the, heel almost. The motion I best describe it as when you're hanging out with somebody, you're walking with somebody, you want to kick them in the ass, and uh-huh. you're right next to them. You flick your heel up in a really awkward position, but you flick your leg up like sideways. He does that and deflects the ball perfectly to the far post in the side net. Yeah. Now, as soon as the ball's played, Timelia left his near post, but I still don't think. And normally, that's going to be like in the 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 way he hit it, it was probably going to be like an outswinger kind of probably going five or six it's yards going out. To the far post. I yeah. don't think he was going to hit Raul. Yeah, yeah. Uh, that close, but I'm guessing it was going to the far. But post. Raul was in a position maybe to make a run. It was probably yeah. a pretty low percentage cross. And but he, he's, whenever you're moving, you're either opening up to be open for a pass, or you're taking your defender with you, mm-hmm. who creates room for somebody else. Yep. So. Own, own goal. And we're still in a 4-2-3-1 at that yeah. point. We don't have a second attacker, really. There's a couple people that are coming up. Uh, do you say whatever, whatever? No, I said we never do. We oh. never do. <laughs> we never get that second attacker. He's, he's mouthing things across the way. So we I'm, never get I'm, that second I'm improving attacker. the content here. That's my plan. Um, <laughs> a lot of times, the trailing forward was uh, rolled on. Mm-hmm. Every, and every play, even in the first goal in the first half, Rolled on was streaking to the far post as an option. Trailing attacker. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so now we're, you know, 52 minutes in. That's It's close to a Kramer goal, but it's not. But then, Technically, like, by your by your five-minute measure. Five-minute rule, no. That but you're the, very, the... The very next goal is. <laughs> the next goal comes two minutes later. It's almost the exact same thing, but... Uh, Brad plays the ball to Ladero. Ladero plays the ball to Brad. Brad's running his ass off down the field. Um, Zuzi's nowhere to be found. Opara uh, tries to defend him. He also tries to cross the ball far post. Opara, uh, he's got his arms flailing and like like <laughs> like those those whatever you know uh, uh, vinyl monsters outside of Jiffy. <laughs> what are, what are those Wacky inflatable flailing arm tube man. Yeah, Wacky inflatable tube flailing arm tube man. And and. He it goes off his bicep and out into the stands. But then he puts his he puts his peck out as if it hit the chest. He knew exactly what he was doing. And 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 when this happened, like literally he's forty feet in front of me. Yeah. Um because I'm in one twenty G. He's like right in front of me. And I'm like ah, ah, just like everybody else in the section, but it was absolutely nuts. That's my whole story. Then you're watching the replay and it's like, yeah, that's (laughs) Every angle, it looks like it hit him in the it arm. Does. In the I arm. Mean, and you can see his bicep going floop, 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 on, then, the, on the slow-mo replay. And then, of course, you know, uh, uh, what's Debbie Downer Keller is like, well, you know, it, it could have gone off of his uh, head, neck, chest, arm, you know, where... I'm like, dude, it's Shut off up. of his arm. Now, I get it. Sometimes the closer you get to the shoulder, the more grace you get because you can play the ball with your, as I'm gesticulating. Uh, mm-hmm. So he's yeah, hitting, he's hitting the ball with you know uh, with his bicep and and Keller's like well, you know and <laughs> and ball tornado didn't even go to the VAR he maybe he probably just you know talked to his uh, headset and uh, the guy said yeah that's a handball so penalty there you go and uh, and Tamilia's there to try to stop the penalty Ladero takes the the kick man and the shot goes Ladero. Usually goes to the keeper's left, but this time he went to the keeper's right, and he sold it, and and Timilia went the wrong way. And yeah, he went early too. Yeah, way early. Well, and I told you that I I haven't I just developed a technique in in penalty shootouts and penalties because I've faced a couple in the in a couple tournaments and whatnot. 
And what I end up doing is I start behind the line so I can move as much as I want. And I can, my first step is towards the line. Yeah. Towards the line around the line, but you get, you get, uh, as you long get a as little you're bit behind of grace. the line, you're good, right? You get a little bit of grace from, from the, from the refs. As long as you're not like blatantly, obviously going early and stepping like two or three times, you can get about a half step out of off the line before so you what's the law though is the law that you have behind, to stay you're supposed on, to be the on the line, line and you're not supposed to step forward but you're not supposed to be in your until goal. the ball's played oh okay. you can be behind the line that's that's the thing that i do is i i you can do whatever you want i start behind, behind the, line. the line and i can go left and right and and that first step is the one you get you have the power step is where you get or the pre-step and the power step your pre-step is off your left your power step is off your right if you're going to the right um anyway that power step is where you generate your power. So you can go as far as your body could take you. Um, but what I end up doing is I, I just stay behind the line and move left and right. So when I do take my first step, what I, I end up looking at the, the shooter's eyes and I just kind of dance around as soon as he look, you know, right before I think he's going to look or she is going to look at the ball. I go to where I think he probably isn't going or to maybe where I thought he was going to go. I make a motion like I'm going, so then when he looks down at the ball, he's going to go in the opposite direction. Mm. Because last time he looked, I was already diving to my left, mm -hmm. so he's going to go to the right. And so you kind of juke it. And I've done that. And he has to look at the ball to shoot. He or she. Or she, because yeah. you play co-ed. Yep. I've, done, I've, done uh, I've done that you know, last, you know, last couple of games, and it's worked out pretty well. Uh, we're up three to, three to one, and three all one is on good. Yeah. We're like... God, we're only maybe 10 minutes into the second half, and we are rolling. Um, we have some control of the game. We haven't made any subs yet. A lot of the stats are meaningless, except for the one at the end that you win or you lost. Yeah, you outshot them 40 to 2, but their two went in. Well, and and so the, the thing about possession and the thing about shots and shots on goal and goal differential and all of these is they're really good aggregate measures over the course of a season they're shitty predictors for what's going to happen in the next that's my match. thing is yeah. there's there's really no way to predict anything other than you know I, I, the the heart monitors and the and the pace monitors like he, he ran 14 miles today like okay that's probably a pretty good indicator like we should probably sub him out you know maybe yeah. his heart is pounding out of his chest mm -hmm. we should probably get him off the field those kind of stats i'm fine with well but the ones that of... tell you how many how many goals you're going to score so uh we beat kansas city um, haircuts, haircuts, three goals and nothing. Oh, I need haircuts. But this is where the the fun happens. Um, we we pull we pull Ra Raul Ruiz Diaz and in place of Will Bruin, and we have to now reorganize our back line because of a uh, no red card, red card, a no foul red card that Ball Tornado decided that. The ball's the ball's in the back. Uh, goes behind Chad. Chad turns to clear it out. He he basically gets gets a side foot on it. May have exposed the bottom of his cleats, but Johnny Russell makes uh, a freaking meal out of it. And then what, for the snack, stupid. What wasn't a foul <laughs> turns into oh my god! I need to go. You know he lets everything play on, and then he goes to VAR. Ball tornado never goes to VAR. He's like an old man trying to learn new tricks like this he didn't use it before now he uses it in in accurately or incorrectly and now freaking chad is sitting out he gets a red card and he, he's like he he just he doesn't sit there and clap in his face he just 
gets off the field and he's watching. And the, yeah, the, yeah, yeah. CenturyLink he's breaks all right kinds of protocols. And they're, sh- they're showing the replay on the screen. They didn't, they didn't used to do that. No, they don't. And they've done it a lot more this year. And I'm, I'm here for yeah. it. I'm here for That's it. That's what we're here for. Yeah. You know, we want, whereas fans want to know if this is total bull manure. Is that is that actually breaking a protocol? I imagine. Or is that I think that's I mean, a league thing where they don't want, you know, don't want uh, 40,000 fans to rush the field to try to take out what Well, I mean nobody's going to nobody's going to nobody's going to rush the field, but you're going to get some boo tweets. And uh, and just the look on the disgusted look on on Chad Marshall's face. Like he knew he didn't do anything wrong. He knew he was fucking he there. Doesn't right? The okay, okay. and he watches and he's like, "What are you fucking kidding the me?" Most, That's exactly what I thought it was. The most he's ever been fired up that I've seen was in the Atlanta game. Yep. And all he didn't even get into and didn't push, didn't shove. Yeah. He's just sitting there like, "What the, the f was that about?" Yeah, exactly. Just Martinez foreheads him in the chin and because he's he's, he's, he's he's moving his arms like. Like side to side, like really. What, what are you was thinking, that about? kid? Not taking swings at, at <laughs> you know, puffy porcupine head with the yeah. mouth guard. Shouldn't even have the record. We uh, we we subbed out Raul Ruiz Diaz and brought in uh, Bur- 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 Bruin, and then we also subbed out uh, Nico Ladero and brought in uh, Nuhu and Torres was about to come in and then. Uh, he went back to the bench for whatever reason because uh, maybe it was Brad. I, I think I think Bruin was about to sub in, and then we got the red card, and then he had to go back. Yeah, and I think we brought in uh, we probably brought in Torres right away, and then we brought in Bruin later. But yep. anyway, those are our three subs, and we finished the game ten on eleven, and they really didn't have a, they had a few good looks. But they didn't have a whole lot. And they um, didn't have a lot of gas at that point. It's hard to have that much gas that late in the game, especially with an extended, uh, it was a, a solid six minutes of stoppage and, after and the VAR. And Sporting Kansas City is a high-press team, so yep. you, that's why, they, I, in my opinion, that's why they always run out of gas. Yep. That's why we're supposed to score oh, they're pushing, in the 88th yep. minute. And, like, and, and, and if you're trying really hard early, like I said, to, to get, get players on their heels uh, or to get teams on their heels early in the match. Yeah. You're burning a lot of energy. And um, I don't remember how late they made their subs, but I imagine it was uh, closer to the 70th minute than the 80th minute. Johnny Russell came in at the 62nd yep, minute. Yep. Okay. Nemeth came in for Rubio in the 75th and Sinovic out. Uh, somebody Croizette came in at the 86. Now we okay. made our subs pretty much. Torres back came in for ship, yep. 85th minute. Bruin came in for Rui Diaz in 89th, and then in stoppage time, Tolo came in for Ladero. And that was probably <clears throat> A, to slow down the clock and kill the game off, and B, to get some of our uh, high-priced talent that are, that are mm-hmm. going to get the crap kicked out of them off the field. So my question to you is uh, we, ha- we have this ongoing theory that the four two three one's good. It's got some utility. Uh, but really, if you want to score goals in the second half, you've got to get that second forward in. This game sort of belied that issue. Is that a, is that a, uh, is that an artifact of Kansas City's high press, um, where it was more effective because their defense was left a little bit, a little bit. We'll work on that high press second half, Casey. <laughs> well, the first two minutes. Yeah. 
Uh, no, but I'm mean, seriously, it's, it's the four, two, three, one more effective, effective in the second half when, uh, when they're, when they're pushing forward is does a fart heart, a five person midfield make it easier to defend against, um, uh, against a team that's pressing that far forward or, does the four two three one make it easier to attack against a defense that's pressed that high for that? I far think the forward. second part because okay. we have more people dedicated closer to midfield than only because we don't talk about, tactics on this show, no, dude. Yeah, it, with only one attacker, the high press. All we have to do is break the press. We have it is it's it's very difficult because you got a lot of you got a lot of people like somebody's chasing you down and you're going towards your own goal you have to find a way to turn and then and get a pass off but you don't want to lose the ball and this guy's on your heels so you don't it's there's just more mistakes happen under pressure chad marshall he was he was given a lot of balls away because of this pressure ozzy was the only one that completed maybe a, a pass over 10 yards that was that 40 yard you know switch but uh, most to to beat the high press, I think you just need to play to somebody facing the field and then have a quick quick one two and and you know break that line of pressure. I don't think we're going to be able to split defenders uh, like we did on that first goal very often. But you know we'll see. I, I think the four two three one helped us today, and we got two goals that were kind of I don't want to say fluky, but the own goal and the PK were not moving the ball around and breaking down their defense. We we. We got the ball out wide. You know, typically the four-two-three-one allows us to have our attacking midfielders squished together mm-hmm. in the middle, and then we get the width from our outside backs. Mm-hmm. And that's you know that's the uh, that's the benefit of the four-four-two diamond too, right? Yeah, you get I mean, a similar kind of four-four-two diamond gives you, in my opinion, gives you three it's kind of best of a both cluster worlds. of three forwards yeah. almost. Yeah, and they're all tight in the same spot. Uh, we will get into uh, the Vancouver match next week. The preview for that, uh, they're playing on the 15th, which is uh, roughly two weeks from now. We're recording right now on the 5th. I guess it's about 10 fourth. days on the 4th of fourth uh, of September. Uh, anyway. That's it for eight. Hey, that's it for us today. Eight games in a freaking row. Eight games in a freaking row. How... We uh, we and don't we're, know. We're still barely um, above it's, the red it's line. It's Tuesday today, Tuesday the fourth. We don't know whether the disciplinary committee has ruled on uh, has ruled on the Chad Marshall bet. So nobody's playing this week. We will uh, record next Monday, talking about whatever's happened and whatever's transpired with uh, disciplinary committee. With um, you know, if we just choose not to uh, fight that, and no, and, we're fighting it. We're fighting okay, it. great, great. Schmetzer said so. <clears throat> Schmetzer said so. Therefore, it is true. And he, man, talk it, about integrity. I love that guy. In his post game uh post game show, it's like, he yeah, basically we said um we're gonna throw everything we can at it. I haven't you know, at when he did the post game, he did not see um he did not see the uh the VAR footage. He didn't see an angle that pre- he didn't see what the, the, the referee saw. What the big fucking deal was. We'll see. I, I, I everything I look at, it didn't look that bad. It didn't look dangerous. It Worst case is you can get a yellow out of it, but he wasn't even the last defender. I can't say it was dog so because there's we like, had another defender no, close no, no, enough. No. I've seen worse calls made. Editor note, Chad Marshall's red card was overturned. Take that, ballsack tornado. Fueling all the debate around this is a really specific single frame uh, where Chad Marshall appears to have his boot up and basically trying to break the uh the two lower leg bones but what you don't see until you actually watch the 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 flow of the play is that 
he is doing all of his normal natural motions. The attacker, Johnny Russell, is crashing Chad Marshall and getting under his foot and placing his body in that direction. Chad Marshall's doing what he's supposed to be doing. And yeah, this the ball gets behind him. He spins, yeah. and it is not violent. And I mean, definitely not violent. You, definitely you not dangerous. Chad, you know, Chad. He doesn't. He doesn't. He's not a serial nut tapper. Mm-hmm. Like if that were Dempsey, that would get extra games because Dempsey has swung and missed before. And, yep. And you know, he got kicked out of the Dallas game in extra games because yeah. he didn't touch a guy's junk. But this is not a quote bit. serious foul play situation no. by not, any stretch dog, of the fucking so imagination. It's not really dangerous. And if it's anything, it's serious foul play. And it's not fucking serious foul play. So let's calm down. I mean, this is our this is our point from our Ray, Rafe Green glasses. But uh, <laughs> MLS and Pro, they do kind of whatever they want to do. They do absolutely. And you never know what the disco is going to come out with. But uh, hopefully, y'all wild, so as Dave would say. We do have a match on Wednesday, and that is this Wednesday. New York, New York City, and the Revolution. Oh, gotcha. But that has nothing to do but with. But nobody cares about that actually. As the standings are, uh, Dallas is with 49 points, LAFC in number two spot with 46, Kansas City 45, Salt Lake 44, Seattle Sounders 41, uh, Portland Timbers at 41, and in seventh place, Vancouver at 40, LA at 38. So there's a big gap between fifth and sixth. Between eighth and, well, shoot. Between eighth and fifth, anybody wins, anybody loses. You're moving. You could, we could be, you know, in eighth place if we don't win our next match, and everybody behind us okay. wins. Now, granted, the last games that we have are teams below us. We play L.A., we play Houston, we play Colorado, we play San Jose. And who's in first place? L.A. Right? Uh, Dallas. Sorry, Dallas. Okay. Dallas. And the only saving grace we they've do been, have, they've been sneaky. We you don't do, really hear much about hand. Dallas. Dallas was out like they were on fire to start, just like we were in the yeah. dumps. And then they sold, and then they sold uh, Maro Diaz, yeah. and they've just been kind of treading water since. <laughs> so, to Vancouver, uh, I don't think you're going to get an extra block of tickets as of this afternoon on the fourth. There were like 35 tickets left. ECS. They might actually, yeah, ECS. You can get tickets. ECS tickets that does not include bus. I think you have to drive yourself up there. I think the buses are full. Uh, okay, that's but good to know. Double check, double check ECS uh, Travel Monkey. We are ECS.com. You. you do have to be a member to get supporter section tickets. So go ahead and. And check that out. Uh, I'm Oot. a member. Tim, are you a member? Sir, yes, sir. All right. Here we are. Uh, we are ECS.com. All right. Let's close this book on MLS and let's talk some S2. Baby. Uh, yes, briefly. Um, so we had a lot of fun on Sunday. Sundays. Man, I got so much fucking sun this weekend. Yes. Holy God. Sounder at heart was My celebrating their 10th. were sunburnt. 10th. Yeah, it's because oh, you didn't wear socks with those sandals. I didn't. Sounder Heart was celebrating their 10th anniversary, 10th birthday, and so they rented out the party deck, and they invited everybody that wanted to come out, come out. So I got to the stadium about an hour early, and Dave Clark was wandering around with his you know, headset and his power pack and his mic and whatever. He's like, man, I'm nervous. Man, I'm nervous. I'm like, what are you nervous for? Man, I don't know. I don't know. It's like, I don't know what's going to happen. It's totally out of my control. And I said, that's why you shouldn't be nervous. It's completely out of your control. And he's like, all right. He told me thanks for coming, but he wouldn't put me on mic. He just kind of walked by. Well, but yeah, he's doing color. He's not doing. I don't know. Was he doing color for the game? He was doing sideline color. Yeah. All right. Yeah, that's what he was doing. He was working. This is before the game started, though, wasn't it? Yeah, he would. Well, it was before the game. Oh, you talked to him before the game started? I think so. I walked past him. Yeah, but he's not. He wasn't recording for a show. He was doing booth. 
I thought it was some he sort was of like uh, the third analyst. Thing. He's like Steve Zakawani oh, yeah, on the yeah, field. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. And and uh, it was so uh, Gregor and Riley. Well, it was it was Riley? It wasn't Gregor. It was oh. Riley and a guy named shit. What's his name? Scott. Um, not Scott. I thought it was Andrew Weeby, but it's Andrew something else. And he does um, he does S two booth every week. So it's uh, James Riley and Andrew in the booth and uh, dude doing color from the sideline. And he was standing. Dave yeah, Dave Clark. We went in. They had hamburgers, hot dogs, scores. I brought great. my daughter Sylvia, and we just hung out. And we hung out with Carol and Dave. Carol and Dave. Hi, Carol. Hi, Dave. Hi, Carol. Hi, Dave. Listen it at Hands Free Footy. I met A Z Sounder and her husband. I didn't meet then, any people. Oh, I was talking. Uh, Social butterfly. Uh, Stephanie Stein, Steiner. Steiner. Oh, Steinamo. I'm trying to Coopy. Miss Coopy. Miss Cooper. I'm uh, I'm definitely an introvert, so if I don't recognize you on site, I'm not like, hey. Well, it's hard because Twitter, everybody looks different. Like, yeah. Twitter ads. And there's this one gal pounds, that looked almost exactly on like, this one gal looked almost exactly like uh, Victory Lap, and I looked at her like a little bit too long, Yeah, and she probably thought I was a creeper, she, yeah, so every, sorry, dude. That's just you, though. You look at anybody and like, if I look at it. Hey, fuck you, you, Tim. You look at me, and I have to point. It's like, I'm married, bro. <laughs> you are a sexy bastard, though. <laughs> All the way across anyway, the table. Uh, and that game was a little bit disappointing because, holy shit, the pro ref. Uh, oh, no me gusta. No me gusta. That's really French. terrible ARs. Really terrible ARs. Um, and the and the um, and the and the the referee was not great either. No, no, uh, I. <laughs> I got I'm sorry. I heard noises. Um, There's some really good play though. Um, yeah. it, no, it was a great play. Uh, uh, keeper was doing well. Meredith, and then of Brian course, Meredith is a pro. Uh, he has his moments, but he's a pro. Wingo is screaming down the field. I mm-hmm. love that guy. Uh, but Speedy. I, I had to leave shortly after halftime because mm. Sylvie wanted to go play on the toys. And if you if you bring a child and do not want to go to the jungle gym, bouncy house, yada yada then stay away from the first base side of the stadium because that's where it is. It used to be probably where the bullpen or batters And they might practice. be able to see it from the third base side, yeah. but you can maybe try to Distract block. Them. Yeah, so what What are you looking? No, squirrel, no, what's that? Squirrel. squirrel, that's right. You want you want some cotton candy, so, little buddy? Yeah. <laughs> she looks like Sylvia that. Sylvia was that, that the, cotton candy child that, that was wigging out like, <laughs> Super Saiyan. Yeah, you, you've seen you've seen the the uh, cotton candy. She was just kind of a little hyperactive, and we went and played. And it was fun. I didn't get to catch all of the game. I saw a goal Vegeta. that turned out not to be a goal. You want to tell me more about that in the second half? Late the second half, it's a mystery handball. Um, it was yeah, it was disallowed for a handball. That I mean, they don't do the same kind of replay. Um, and we're a little bit. We're a little bit uh, south of midfield in our seats, and so, and we're right at we're right at field level. So mm-hmm. we didn't really get to see what the heck happened there. It just looked like um, from where we were standing, it looked like an offside call. But mm-hmm. uh, apparently, yeah, it was a handball. Um, didn't get to see the replay on that one, so I can't say one way or another. But generally, overall, the ARs were really, really, really messing up calls. A lot of really bad play by um, uh, uh, Orange County. A lot of fouls that weren't called. A lot of fouls that were missed. And you know, this is I don't 
to me, this is not just fandom talking. It was just really one-sided, uh, really one-sided as far as the, the play calling. So it is what it is. It doesn't help when we just harass them. And Oh yeah. Oh yeah. I, <laughs> there's a, there's a solid, it's not always that well attended. So sometimes there's a solid 20 foot, um, uh, 20 foot section right by the front rail there. And I'm like pacing, <laughs> just like the ar no they can hear you oh i know and, and oh i know it's it's i, I try to bring you the can funnies. see him kind of sink a little bit i try to bring some entertainment value not just you suck you suck i try to say you're gonna this... get a really bad yelp review no stars was that you with the yelp review or is oh. that the other dude uh but then there's there's also like this is demoralizing um, so that ended up being a one, one draw, uh, uh, Orange Sounders County. FC two, uh, yeah, against Orange County. Um, Sounders FC two have not been super great this year, but there are a lot of reasons for that, They're including a lot around. of call-ups. They are coming back around. They're coming into form. Um, uh, Hutchinson's doing a great job whipping the team into shape. And I am so excited. Uh, for what this team's going to look like uh, when those academy kids start coming up and we start uh, feeding them through the system. That's and Garth's master plan is yeah. to have more and more and more and more academy players coming yeah. up. Yeah, speaking and of Garth's master plan, what about the vote? What are you voting? Garth in, Garth out? I'm, I'm here to retain. Retain! I Honestly, he knows our wishes. He knows what we want. He knows we want to freaking start a season with a full roster. Yeah. And if I, if you want to... And and if you're on a if you're on an eleven match unbeaten streak with an eight game unbeaten streak, you're probably going to be all right in your you're, position. You're Nobody's griping right. the same way. My payment just came out. I uh, I just made a payment to my season tickets for 2019. <laughs> I was like, what the hell is this $300? Oh, oh. <laughs> I keep getting one for the uh. soccer club of Tacoma every month. Did you take my debit card? And are you like doing a membership through Asia? Are you ma- soccer club like of that? Tacoma is the Rainiers? Ding dong. Oh, okay. Well, that makes sense. Are you paying for parking? Are you paying like for any odd uh, bucks. vending? Are I'm you trying to are you think upgrading your seats? My like, wife might have bought a shirt. I don't, oh, it's the thirty-six eight, bucks. Yeah, eighteen okay, dollars gotcha. to upgrade yep. to. Boom, got it. Yeah, I'm I'm balancing my checkbook. And I'm like, honey, <laughs> what is this, <laughs> honey? <Yeah. laughs> so is, we that, love you, is that a hint to the new name? Is it Tacoma Soccer Club? I don't know. That's it, whatever. They that's just. SC Tacoma it is it uh, going to be SC Tacoma Soccer Club of Tacoma uh, maybe you know Tacoma SC I'd be or okay Rainiers with SC. SC I'd be okay with SC I, I want SC Tacoma. or AC I don't think we need to keep going FC 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 I think I'm okay with Athletic S- Club would C- include the Rainiers Tacoma. baseball yeah. team yeah, yeah why not yeah Kraken AC Oh, Kraken wouldn't athletic. that be great? Oh, Kraken Athletic Kraken Athletic So that means we have to bring some crack into the next show. And with that ladies and gentlemen I've been Steve Kettleson I have been Tim Hamilton. And this is the Flounders B-Team podcast. Flounders B-Team is a production of Channel 253. We implore you to subscribe. And, ladies and gentlemen, you can become a member and get bonus content, not on this show, but on many other shows. We are definitely... (laughs) I don't know why you keep doing that. I don't know what the joke is. Just dumb. (laughs) We're in world one, two, baby. Really, it's all about supporting uh, independent media in Tacoma. Um, one of the things that we're kind of looking at is as the Tacoma News Tribune declines, we want to become a 
good independent source of media and news and coverage for things that you aren't getting from the news tribune who's owned by mcclatchy um, basically is turning into the usa today as all of the uh because of of mistreatment and and shitty editorial policies um, mcclatchy's leaving tacoma and it's basically going to turn into the usa today uh, channel 253 is definitely uh, striving to become a voice, an independent voice to let you know what's actually going on in this city and where it and how it relates to the rest of the world. So channel 253, channel253.com at channel253 on Twitter, become a member, support independent media, local independent media, and uh, move forward and, and grow as a culture and a society. Let's move. Thank you so much for listening to the Flounders B-Team podcast. Once again, Steve and Tim, we are out of here. Have a drink on me. Yeah, baby. Tim. This is Channel 253.